Hi, and welcome to Learning Development 101. I'm your host, Joe, and today I want to talk about knowledge hoarding versus knowledge sharing and why it's important. So let's uh, start with knowledge hoarding. What is knowledge hoarding? Well, if you're a fan of the popular TV show uh, Hoarders, you kind of get the idea. Um, but the general uh, consensus is that it's a person or persons uh, who don't want to share information. Now, let's put this in a little bit of context. Let's say we have a subject matter expert who we need information from in order to do a task within our job a lot more efficiently or effectively. And we approach this knowledge hoarder who we want to get that information from and their immediate response is that they should be the one to do a particular task or that falls within their job responsibility okay and they will come up with quite a few excuses to not give you that information that's the general consensus of a of a knowledge hoarder now it's important to understand why people do that or why knowledge hoarders do that in particular and it comes down to fear at the end of the day and this is something that you as a professional within the L&D environment or the performance and development environment uh, will need to to tackle um, in, in your own way or in a culture change people have a fear that if they don't show their worth then they can be discarded from a company or discarded from a situation or a project it is basically them feeling that their only value is that knowledge that they have and that's where the, the key problem stems from because once they give up that knowledge they're no longer considered useful or they're no longer considered a subject matter expert you know how many times have we we said you know oh i know a guy who can who can do that or you know uh, i know i know a girl who who does that for you know a side hobby you know we we direct people naturally towards people with that knowledge is that because we assume that they're the only people with the knowledge or is it because they're quite frankly the only people who are willing to do that thing um, and not impart that knowledge so that's that's knowledge hoarding now obviously the opposite side of that of knowledge sharing is someone who willingly gives out information who teaches uh, how to do particular tasks or how to um, get the best out of something you know they, they share their job role or what they're good at with other people and us within the the learning space are natural knowledge sharers and i think there can be a very fine line between you know knowledge sharing and knowledge hoarding and we we kind of walk that line every now and then as well you know because we're you know the ones who go about teaching people we have to have that knowledge and we don't really want others 
taking away that job from us. At least some of us don't. Um, you know, personally, I don't mind sharing the load. You know, makes it easier on myself and, and less work for me to really do, I guess. Um, but knowledge sharing is is quite frankly all about giving out information to empower someone. So making sure they have the tools or the mindsets or the skills in order to grow or do something that they need to. Knowledge sharers in themselves very much create opportunities in um, providing information. So, you know, in a, in a very much, in a very much an ideal world, employees, colleagues, would understand that you know there's there's information that's either critical to the business or information that can improve productivity and they share that willingly knowing that it's going to have a, a knock-on effect um, knowledge sharers uh, by by default will uh, incentivize uh, encourage participation um, and get the group involved in some fashion okay and as a as a professional within this environment we try to bring all that knowledge into one central location and then make sure everyone has access to it so whether it's a, a shared drive on google or you know your uh, learning management system perhaps and what really happens when knowledge is shared as you know we we increase productivity we increase um our communication skills with each other it also kind of gives us a bit of a fuzzy feeling you know like we are imparting knowledge and wisdom on people and if they're picking that up you know it makes us feel feel valued and it kind of helps us foster and grow even more within a knowledge sharing environment and, and that allows us to tap into to more subject matter experts and, and bring more knowledge to our teams and businesses um, and that's that's what knowledge knowledge sharing is all about now again just to kind of recap on the, the kind of the flip side um that, that knowledge hoarding side of things is that they they very much don't want progression or they want self-progression rather than social progression okay so where do we start with knowledge sharing where do we start with changing mindsets to go from knowledge hoarding to knowledge sharing well, really, it comes down to firstly examining your work culture. Do you feel that the working environment that you are in understands channels and tools that may be available to communicate or share knowledge with each other? Uh, an example would be that businesses within the startup phase, granted knowledge um Hoarding is, is very much a key foundation at that point. But are there things in place to share knowledge? So Dropbox, for example, 
does everyone know how to use Dropbox, how to share files within Dropbox? Does everyone know how to use your intranet? You know, your management systems, your learning management systems, do people know how to use that? Currently, learning management systems are sort of like a one system does all well, but does nothing brilliant. So how do we utilize that? How do we make it open and, and easily accessible for people to get information? That's something you, you need to look into. That's something you need to make sure that everyone knows how to do is firstly access that knowledge. So do people know how to use the tools? Do people know what is available when it comes to communicating? Next up, think about what we can learn from other teams and departments. Do you work in a claims department? Do you work in a customer service department? Do you work in a marketing department? Are you a global lead on a project that involves learning or training or material creation? You know, is there so if you are um, creating training material, you know, you're not necessarily within the, the learning and development space. It's just fallen to you to create material for a new system, for example, okay, a new um, a new learning management system. What can you learn from other teams? Well, maybe you talk to a marketing team. Learn about how colors and information should look to make it appealing to people to read. You know, look at infographics, perhaps. You know, you want that key hook to, to grab people into a particular thing. And then you just fill out a little bit of information around it. Think about what you can learn from that marketing department and when it comes to the portrayal of information. Now, one of the biggest things to, to take from this is that you have to accept that not everyone in your company will be great at collabor collaboration or communication. And that's where you step in as a facilitator, okay? Be the one to connect others to certain departments because I don't know about you lot but I sometimes get people coming to me as a facilitator of introductions or they have a question about something that's not within my remit but they feel that I might know something about it or that I can direct them to the right person that's what it's all about okay if you feel that someone within your company has a lot to share but may not be very good at communicating. Try and approach them. Try and gain that knowledge from them or put them, sorry, not put them, that's very um, aggressively worded, invite them into a situation where they can share that knowledge. And sure, a bit of hand-holding may be needed, but that's perfectly fine. It gets them through and you know maybe one, two or three times, they'll begin to get that confidence and, and work on that communication piece. Knowledge sharing in itself is, well, it's all about learning, okay? It's all about opportunity. So do you have time set aside 
within your department, your team, the company to have specific training or opportunities for development for communication practice, for example, or to go away and, and learn something with another team. Have you got anything in place where um, those who work on the shop floor could spend a day uh, shadowing a manager or a team leader to learn more about their roles and responsibilities and duties? And maybe they take something away from that manager and can implement it onto the shop floor without the need for a formal process or structure to improve that, uh, that productivity. Lastly, I kind of want to, I really want to bring to light where we are in the world for knowledge sharing. You think about yourself right now. You're either listening to this on your phone, on your computer, on a tablet, speaker system, I don't know, okay? There is some form of technology involved in sharing this with you. But where we are as a sharing culture, you only have to look as far as YouTube and WhatsApp. There is just constant access to material. So why don't our companies do something very similar? Why don't we have videos of subject matter experts talking through topics in a way that's easy to understand, that's edited well, with diagrams and examples so they can so people watching can see it in action it's not just one person talking you know why isn't there group chats where people can reach out to those subject matter experts for you know a quick answer because let's face it since we've been working from home i don't know about you, you personally but i feel that email has almost become redundant I mean, very rarely do I send an email to anyone now. It is very much just a quick message on Skype or Teams or Slack, you know, whatever you use. Discord, if that's your thing. Telegram, Signal, so many things that allow for quick access to information. And I think that's very, very important to, to take away is that how we engage with systems and technology is very important about how knowledge is shared and subsequently how knowledge stops being hoarded. Now it doesn't mean to say you are not going to have challenges. There will be people that just don't want to give up that information even though it will make their job so much easier, so much more manageable. They don't have to take time out of their schedules in order to deliver something. And that's, that's something you really, really need to pay attention to, especially when they're delivering any form of training. So, so the, the knowledge hoarders who deliver training but don't want to share the burden of material training or you know questions you know they're the ones who wants to, to take it all on there will come a point in time where 
quite quite frankly, they're going to dig their own grave at some point. And if we can be in place to firstly offer support to those people, because we need to offer support because they have a lot of knowledge. They just may not feel safe or comfortable sharing it. But also be ready to deliver something in the event that they're no longer capable. So learn what you can and share that knowledge willingly while you can. And I want to kind of just give uh, a bit of um, a bit of an example, really, and and some feedback that I've that I've received. Um, so right now we are currently in a internal conflict between uh, another department in delivery of material. The subject matter expert um, in this case feels that it is their responsibility to be the one to deliver this particular material because it relates to their department and it is their role and function to manage um, those topics. Our department is very much in the mindset of we're offering to help and we want to help and after feedback received it looks like that department who we're trying to help is struggling um, in getting the right messages across the right information and it's leaving people more confused um, than before which you know as we all know is not what we want we want clear lines of communication we want easy to understand information and that's 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 currently the problem that we're facing um and we've offered every olive branch possible um but this knowledge uh, hoarder doesn't want to relinquish um what they feel or must feel uh, is what makes them useful. So we're doing what we can and letting it be for now, you know, but we're also taking steps so that if we ever have to step in, we will have information um, to share uh, and to, to help ease that burden. Now I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit here and I want to share a a message um, that, I, that I received from a trainee. And if they ever listen to this podcast, um, know that it's, it's you know, greatly appreciated because I, I rarely receive direct messages of feedback. So this person has wrote to me and have said, hey, Joe, just wanted to drop your message and say a huge thanks for all the training and for being the most patient person with me when I was having my many technical issues. Things are starting to fall into place a bit now, a bit more now, and hopefully I haven't made a complete mess of, yet, mess of it yet. Thank you again. How you, are how you are taught things makes a huge impact in how you absorb and can then work the information. Your way of teaching works for sure. Not everyone can do it well, 
but you can. And to me, that hit home. Because that is what I strive for. That is imparting knowledge in a way that is designed for people to understand. And I, I hope this person does well in, in their role. I really do. I hope that I have given them foundations to be better than, than when they started and to always strive for, for something more. So, recap. Why is it important to share knowledge? Productivity at the end of the day, if you're looking from a business aspect, um, builds better relationships if you're looking from a personal aspect. Um, we want to avoid knowledge hoarding and we want to support those who feel the need to hoard their knowledge. If there's one thing that you do take away from today, it's that knowledge sharing leads to social learning. Social learning is how we as people thrive and really, really take away information and embed that information. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to me today. Um, if you ever want to reach out to the show, please do so at uh, emailing us at lnd101podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, uh, learning underscore and underscore development underscore 101. You can reach out to me at LinkedIn directly. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash learning and development 101. My name is Joe, and I hope to catch you all on the next episode.